have all sat down and watched Deadpool, the first yeah. Deadpool film that came out in 2016 as a standalone film. This really is just a treat, guys. I found myself really enjoying this movie, forgetting how great it actually was. What did you guys think initially when you started this film? I didn't have a lot of backstory on Deadpool as far as comics. I never read yeah. any of it. It's probably because of the actual comics are a good representation of the movies. They're just vulgar. The best representation I had was Ryan Reynolds as the trash one in Wolverine Origins or whatever it was. So when I saw the actual Deadpool movie, dude, I was, first of all, I was just kind of in awe. Like I was just taken back. Like, wait, we're, we're having like this kind of movie and this, no one's mad at it. I can't say that I didn't leave from that movie so satisfied just the character development in simply who he is, the constant breaking of the fourth wall and it not being overplayed. In the other movies that we've talked about as far as Thor and all of those that kind of overplay on that comedic relief, this is one I never really honestly get exhausted from. As far as continuity and how that character is, they do it in everything. They do it in the marketing, even Ryan Reynolds' own life, just how they tie all this in. It was a very fun movie. Very well executed, like you yeah. said, Daisy. What do you guys think about that intro on the highway? The the just the beginning. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the credits are great. If you're reading the credits as it rolls, like like oh, yeah. I, I caught a few on rewatch this time that I didn't because I'd seen it in theaters and I watched sections of it. I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched the whole thing from start to finish again if it's on and you're flipping around you're like you watch 20 minutes of it at any given time to watch it again and pay close attention and read the credits again starring god's perfect idiot and directed by some overpaid guy i mean it's just they're all killer i think that that is the genius that movie but i i have a theory so i have my maximum effort shirt on but i love this movie 10 out of 10 that highway scene at the beginning of the movie when he's talking on the bridge and he mentions Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I was yes. like, this is going to be everything I want because he's aware of audience, what we've gone through with superhero movies. But yep. I almost wonder, is this movie so good because Ryan Reynolds went through the failure of not only Wolverine, but Green Lantern? Like he learned what doesn't work. I almost think that he, he learned and got to try again. And because of that, he really was like, okay, here's what I need to do. And then I, I, I think I give him a lot of the credit of like, learning from past experiences. I mean, in the second movie, he literally takes himself out from writing or being a part of the first three letters. So. <laughs> this was an example of like, sometimes you get a second chance and what would you do with it? Kind of like, how would you change things and take a risk? Cause at the time this was a risk rated yeah. R movies do not do good. Usually yep. they're outside of like alien and you have some exceptions. Passion uh, they're not Christ. box office hits. Yeah. Yeah. But this one big money. It's almost like he printed out all the bad tweets about Green Lantern and all the overexhaustion from poorly done comic book movies. He was like, all right, now I'm going to write a, like, let's write something off of this for this character. And it's almost like the scenario where it's like, I'll, I'll critique myself and I'll give myself all of the bad thoughts before you get a chance to. Mm -hmm. You're completely self-aware of all the trash. It turned into a really good movie. One thing that you don't really think about as much with Deadpool as we talked about, you know, the, we just did Shazam. We talked about Love and Thunder. Nothing is sillier than Deadpool. Mm. Deadpool is the most over-the-top, silly superhero movie that has been or ever will be mm -hmm. made. I mean, no, nothing sillier. And yet, 
it sells you the serious emotions. Yeah, better so than well. his less silly movies. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you believe you 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 fear for his girl, even though you know this movie is completely silly. You feel for him. That's some genius in that too. Of give us a character that we don't know what's going to happen to them. We know you're not going to take out Ryan Reynolds. We don't know that his love interest won't get taken out. We don't know that his friends won't. You know, superhero movies used to, I think, understand that. Put people in there that are expendable that we don't know. Like Avengers One, it's agent. It's the agent. It's Agent Coulson. Like he could die. Yeah, and he does. Like I think you're right. I think Deadpool was silly, but still had that serious storyline like I, I don't know they pulled it off which shocks me if you told me you were going to do that movie i'd be like i'm not giving you money for it but you should do it like <laughs> somebody mentioned the the hugh jackman references earlier it's so funny man it, oh, it's, it's just so, so funny that they went full head in even even way before they knew that mike could possibly be a possibility in the future you know of him mm -hmm. being on screen one great thing that they do so well in this one and in the sequel is getting us that super serious person to play off of for Deadpool mm. to play off of this one. You have Colossus mm -hmm. and this one, you have someone else that I can't think of right now. The sequel, you have cable, right? Right. So, Oh, I know. Yeah. His roommate, the old grandma, the blind yeah. grandma, she yeah. is just always like so serious about everything and yeah. how he just is complete opposite. Them playing off of each other is just so fun to watch. And it's so hilarious. That's I think a that's a big point. part of what makes Deadpool work so well is that he mm -hmm. has that uber serious person with him at all times. Yeah, he's the funny him. guy. Don't yeah. let someone else try to be the funny guy. He's but the that's the problem guy. with Thor or not Ragnarok, but Thor Love and Thunder. You don't really have that uber they're serious all, person. Yeah, other than Christian Bale. Everybody's, yeah. Yeah, they're all pretty goofy. Even Christian Bale was kind of a letdown in that film. But let's not get Don't, don't listen, internet people. Don't listen. He didn't beat it. He didn't. No, I mean, <laughs> I Christian Bale had a good performance, yeah, but he didn't block. He, like he didn't blow my. Well, he's not, yeah, he's only in the movie like six minutes or whatever. And you know? that's the yeah. that's part of the you know like what he what he was given. He did a good job with. Right. Sure, I'll yeah. say that. Going back to Deadpool, I also love how the backstory is kind of told in flashbacks about Francis. You know, we get pieces of the puzzle as it goes on further and further. We've seen that before in superhero movies before. They did it with Man of Steel. They've done it with other ones. But I think when you're going to give us an origin story. It makes it a lot more interesting and entertaining for the audience to see it in those flashes rather than giving it to us all in one chunk and then mm -hmm. getting us, you know, what happens afterwards. So I really enjoyed how they did that. And Fran the Francis thing is really compelling. And I mm -hmm. thought Daisy was kind of going to go in this direction earlier, but I don't know. I didn't know much about the Deadpool origin from the comics. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how close this is to what happened in the comics, but I thought it was really well done. And they gave him a lot of motivations to hate Francis. The good point about that and a good takeaway is if you do something good, you can get away with it doesn't have to be exactly like the comics. The expectation is just to respect the character, I think, or or give yeah. the character the you know. All right. So it's because someone else mentioned it. She-Hulk also breaks the fourth wall in the comic. I don't know many people that don't like her in the comic. I like her. I think a lot of people enjoy the character. Maybe not their favorite, but I think they enjoy it. But what they did in the show wasn't like Deadpool. Deadpool breaks the fourth wall in a way that somehow works where you're still in the movie. You don't have this moment of I'm not watching a movie or show. You're like still in it. Like this is part of it. Like you realize that he's talking to you. That's his superpower. Like he can break the fourth wall. That is his, that's his really only real power is to be able to be, I know I'm in a movie kind of. 
maybe it's Ryan Reynolds. Maybe he just loved the character so much he wanted to protect it. It didn't have to be exactly like the comics, but he captured, I think, what is good about the character. It is straddle as we go into this multiversal thing. Daredevil, because he's always breaking the fourth wall, and he kind of lives in our world, and he doesn't at the same time. He knows who, who Jackman is. He knows who Ryan Reynolds is. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> he can do this multiverse thing because, like, he's sort of in the Fox X Men universe. It's the same mansion, but it's a different Colossus. <laughs> but it's the same Wolverine. And then we're gonna have our final fight on a helicarrier. So it's kind of got some MCU tie-in. Uh, right there at the beginning but he can straddle all of that because it's so meta mm-hmm. you know it's so above it all that you can tie in everything in a deadpool movie and it, and it works and no joke is off limits they talk about mm-hmm. we're bringing you to the professor and he's like which one mcavoy or stewart <laughs> these timelines <laughs> yeah. are so confusing not only that but he also comments about it's really strange how i'm only seeing two of you guys at this, ex- <laughs> this large x mansion it's just so well thought out like you said any type of gripes or complaints that there might have been about the film. It was like they probably wrote that down on a Brillo pad and Ryan Reynolds just put it in the movie. I think it was brilliant. Everything about it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. The action, the, the humor, even like you guys said, the serious beats in the film, everything was so well executed. The music. Yeah, the music is Home run on the sound. Home run on the sound. Shoop at the beginning. You know, yep. Like, yeah. yep. And if, you, if you're going by and you catch the scene of X going to give it to you, you're 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 done for the next 30 40 minutes you're gonna finish the movie you're gonna watch that you whole are. fight because you're getting psyched about it you know x go give it to you wait for you to get it on your own x go deliver to you with the comedic relief that it brought at the same time like the action was just so good though it was almost over the top good because mm-hmm. because of how like y'all were kind of saying like there was no thing off limits we're willing to completely mangle a human yeah, and and make that look pretty bad. Even the like Deadpool just getting absolutely trashed and just the coming back together. And it was intense. My boyfriend said this was a superhero movie, but he just turned that man into a kebab. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. I, a lot of great lines. And I think that's the genius. And I, I'm sure you're going to bring this up. So many people I hear are worried about the third Deadpool movie, the Wolverine Deadpool movie, but I'm not worried because of what we're talking about, because of Ryan Reynolds would not agree, I don't think, if it was going to do damage to the character, because it's turned him into beyond a superstar. He, Everyone talks about the Rockman stuff. Ryan Reynolds is on another planet right now in terms of, and he just sold his phone company for $1.3 billion, so he's doing yes. okay. I just think that I'm, I have hope and Hugh Jackman is Wolverine for me. Like yeah. that's Wolverine. And if, if they were going to replace him, I don't think it was going to fly over very well. Unless you went to like the old comic book different with the, the original mask and like the out, like do a different Wolverine shorter. So, yes. I, I'm excited about this one because I just, I trust after the first two movies, especially the first one, I really trust yeah. that it's going to be the end of it. I think. I, other than maybe a Secret Wars thing, they're going to wrap this up, I think, in a way that really works. He kills you on the commercials. The, like yeah. the Bob Ross spot. Yeah. He's doing oh, my God. God. I miss cocaine. You know I mean? <laughs> Let's grab our trusty two-inch brush here. Whack that off real good. Just beat it like it owes you money. And you're right. So much care and attention is put into everything, even the promotional material, like Dan's talking about. 
yeah, he cares about this character a lot. And not only that, but guys, how exciting is it going to be to see Hugh Jackman's Wolverine play off of Deadpool? Ryan and he's going to attack Deadpool for the first like 30 minutes of the movie. The first yeah. 30 minutes is just going to be Deadpool getting torn apart by Wolverine. <laughs> we'll get all kinds of gore. <laughs> it's really impressive what they were able to do with this film as well. $58 million budget, turning that into Man. $780 million. Almost a billion dollar film that's rated R. That's crazy. I didn't even know the budget was that low. That's 58 million. I mean, the effects, like the, the whole first shot where you got that freeze frame and stuff, the effects work. The guy's head gets taken off by a motorcycle chain, people splatting on, and then they make mm-hmm. all the effects work. When, when you have a dedicated team of people that actually care yeah. about what they're making and there's love and attention put into it. I have confidence that this one's actually going to be everything and probably more than we're hoping it will be. Even off screen, Ryan Riddles and Hugh Jackman have that camaraderie already. They had it before the films. I think that's going to be translated because of the fourth wall thing. I think that's going to be translated onto the screen. I am in total agreement with Dan. I think it's going to be absolutely slaughter fest there. First. <laughs> oh, yeah. Disney's about to change their image whether they know it or not. <laughs> I guarantee you something happens to Mickey Mouse in this movie. I bet g- good money that at some point my Rills does something to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he's going to push the limits. That's for no, sure. They're going to be like, we can't show this. And he's going to be like, well, then you can't show the movie. I don't know. you got to make a choice. Okay. Even in the sequel, he was talking about, "What do you, do you have a problem with that, Thanos? You know, talking to uh, Josh Brolin. And he was making comments like, you know, you're so dark. You must be from the DC universe. Like nothing <laughs> – Nothing was already off limits. Yeah. So you yeah. know he's going to be pushing for everything that he can get. I think they should reboot Marvel after that movie. I <laughs> oh, think yeah. it should be, okay, party's <laughs> over. New thing. They need like the South Park Mickey Mouse. Like a CG version of the, like, all right, guys, let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so happy. I would stand up in my theater and clap for a good five, ten minutes. <laughs> And what would be even funnier is if they bring him back for one more film, like The Secret Wars or whatever. How funny would it be if they bleep him every time he tries to curse and he's like, oh, this movie's rated PG-13. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. You know? Yeah, they, they would have to get real creative on that one. That would yeah, be... It's going to be interesting for sure. But I think that, that that's my theory. I think that Secret Wars is going to be one of those wild, grand, epic films that they're going to try to top in-game. And the only way you can top in game is by bringing in all those OG characters. You know, I think literally we're going to see almost everybody in that movie. Everybody. I think Elvis Presley might yeah. be in that movie too. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, so Deadpool 3 ends phase four right now, which that in my mind doesn't make sense because this movie isn't. You talking about phase five? Phase five. Yeah. Phase, yeah. Five. phase four. I, it's still in my mind. Phase five ends with Deadpool three. I don't understand how this plays into the story of Marvel. But then again, most Marvel isn't connected like it used to be. So it is going to be their biggest box office, I think, of Phase 5. Unless yeah. uh, unless something sneaks up that I don't think about. I don't think Guardians 3 beats Deadpool 3 because if it might it, be really good. But It might be the only one that can get close. That or yeah. maybe, the, the, maybe the, Thunderbolts, but I don't maybe. think Thunderbolts gets close. I don't know. The advertising is going to be too good. If mm-hmm. I get a trailer where Deadpool is just t- is running from Wolverine because Wolverine just keeps taking him out, that's all I need. I don't need anything yeah. else. I just need Hugh Jackman hunting Ryan Reynolds in a trailer. <laughs> Guys, what did you rate the film? On a scale from 0 to 10, where do you have this movie at? Uh, 10. <laughs> I, really I, 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 yeah you i think it's I perfect could watch, 
I can watch any section of it. You know what I'm saying? I just watched. I watched it last night for this. I could watch it again tonight. You know? Wow. Honestly, I think I'm going to be right there with Dan. Dan made a comment earlier that it doesn't matter if like you walk into the movie like four minutes late, 45 minutes late, or like you just catch 20 minutes of the movie. You'll sit there and watch it no matter where you're at, especially for us who have seen it several times. It doesn't matter. I can just pick up right where I left off and I can just jump right into it just because I have fun watching it. It doesn't matter. Like you don't have to truly be tied to the story to actually enjoy the film. So I'm going to say I'm going to probably put it up there between a nine and a 10. I rarely give movies like a perfect anything just because I'm naturally maybe too critical. But honestly, I truly think this is like a 10 out of 10 because it knows what it is. It has a serious element that doesn't overshadow the character. I I honestly would give this a 10 out of 10. And, And it's like you guys said, you guys all pointed this out. It is so rewatchable. Like if you put it, it on, is. I'm going to watch it. And I kind of measure films by, could I rewatch it? Or if I can't rewatch it, why can I not rewatch it? This one I can rewatch because of so many good things. Not because it's like too emotionally heavy. That could, there can still be good films like that, but I don't know. I, this is 10 out of 10 for me. I think that, I wouldn't give the second one a 10 out of 10, but I will definitely give the first one a 10 out of 10. Jeez, you guys got me reevaluating my life here, but. Uh, <laughs> just say zero out of 10 and embrace YouTube's love. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> look, look, I, have it, I have it ranked as an eight, which in my opinion is a very high rating. It's the 13th highest comic book movie film of all time for me. It's number 13. Ooh. Ooh. So, you know, in my 8.5s, I have movies like Guardians of the Galaxy. In my nines, I have The Winter Soldier. And then 9.5s, I have Endgame and Civil War. So, yeah, that's kind of where it sits for me. It's at an eight. And like I said, it's my 13th favorite superhero movie of all time. So, YouTube, please don't hurt me too much. (laughs) You have a list? That's awesome. I do. That's how much of a mega nerd I I wish I I need a list. Dude, that's awesome. You need to make a video just doing your list. Yeah. That's that's actually cool. Yeah. I've been doing that for a while now. That's that's actually kind of what started the YouTube channel idea. I've been doing that for like seven years now. And every time I pull out the list at the end of a movie in the theaters, my wife is always like, oh, oh God. But but that makes you so much more credible because I just like, it changes so frequently. Just like, winging. yeah, that's I like it. That's cool. <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us. Check this guy out on YouTube, Bone Bridger. All you have to type in is the Bone Bridger. He's got some really awesome content. So grateful that he was able to join us today. Dan, Daisy, it's always a pleasure. Look for us on TikTok and Instagram at Real Comic Book Cinema. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Patreon. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Until next time, guys, have a great day.